podcast is brought to you by Inside and get yourself something cool to drink. Condensing me, man. I'm fucking kill you, man. Man, fuck that shit. I ain't finna shoot nobody. Oh, you know I can't let you go without tapping that ass. How you like the sound of them bells, bitch? They real pretty, ain't they? God damn, Jimmy. This some serious gourmet shit. What's special? Take you in the back and suck your dick. Bravo. Bravo. <laughs> Welcome all you glorious pastors to a very special episode of the Church of Tarantino podcast. I'm your host, the Reverend Scott K, and I'm here to recap for all of you my recent trip to see our Lord and Savior, Quentin Tarantino, in New York City on a speculation book tour. To say it was eventful would be a bit of an understatement. So sit back, relax, and away we go. Let's go to work. This past Wednesday, I made the four-hour trip from my home here in central New York to midtown Manhattan to see, for the very first time in my life, my idol and reason for why I do this podcast, Mr. Quentin Tarantino. Now, for those of you living under a fucking rock, he has just written his second book and first of nonfiction entitled Cinema Speculation. This new novel was just released at the beginning of November, so he was in New York City to promote it on his mini book tour. Now, this event was held at the Town Hall on West 43rd Street in Midtown Manhattan, and all in attendance, myself included, received a copy of his new book with the purchase of our ticket. QT was set to come on stage at 8 p.m., but in rockstar fashion, didn't walk out until around 8.35. He was accompanied by documentary filmmaker, former film critic, and friend Elvis Mitchell. Now, everyone in attendance was forced to secure their phones in a yonder bag that was locked until we exited the building. I mention this because it kept everyone in the audience from recording audio, video, or taking pictures of the event. Now, two minutes into the show, you suddenly hear music beginning to play in the middle of the audience. A few moments later, some asshat in an orange shirt stumbles out of his row and seeks out an attendant because this fuckstain somehow managed to fire up an iTunes playlist inside his locked bag and had no way of turning it off without assistance. Now, once this ass clown was out of the auditorium, we were all able to focus more on the show. The show started with Elvis basically feeding QT softball questions about the book to help cue him on topics that he wanted to discuss from it. Tarantino went into enthusiastic detail about the New York New Wave of the 70s that launched directors like De Palma and Scorsese. He then discussed his feelings on Marvel movies, and now he's been threading his universe together for far longer than they have been. He then told audience members many years ago he had pitched a Luke Cage movie to the studios, and then Elvis asked him if he directed a Marvel movie today, what would it be? To which he hesitated and then joyfully said he'd never fucking direct a Marvel movie today. However, if he lived in an alternative universe, he'd probably do Sergeant Fury and his Howling Commandos, to which he then admitted he kind of already did that with Inglorious Bastards. Now, this wouldn't be a Tarantino event if there wasn't a Tarantino moment in it. And that moment came right near the end of his discussion with Elvis when Elvis asked him about race and his changing Jackie Burt, who is a white woman in the novel Rum Punch, to a black woman named Jackie Brown for his film adaptation of it. Now, what followed could have been racially motivated. It could have been an unfortunate coincidence, or it just simply could have been one of those random fucking moments that only happens in New York City. But some male member of the audience, sitting just a few rows up from me and in the middle of the orchestra, suddenly blurted out profanity-laced gibberish. Now, the only words I could make out was fuck. And it kind of sounded like he said, don't fucking look at me. But to be honest, I truly have no idea what this fuckstick actually said. However, it caused Quentin and Elvis to stop mid-sentence, which then triggered a fellow New Yorker to tell him in the most New York way 
to shut the fuck up, <laughs> to which QT asked if everyone was cool. Hearing no response back, he and Elvis pressed on. Now, it couldn't have been more than a minute before this cocksucker once again blurted out profanity-laced gibberish. Now, this caused the other gentleman to be a little more aggressive this time when he told the man to shut his fucking mouth. QT immediately stopped the show, told gibberish fuckface if he couldn't keep quiet, he'd have to have him bounce since the audience didn't pay to hear him talk. Now, suddenly, some fucking lady in the balcony decides to chime in with maybe his mental health issues, which elicited loud groans and boos from many members of the audience. But this didn't stop her, because what happened next is the most chaotic 90 seconds I can remember since witnessing the gimp scene for the very first time. So the gibberish man decides to start arguing with the audience, the audience is yelling at him, and this bitch in the balcony has decided she wants to challenge Tarantino, the person she paid to come and see and listen to on his stance on mental health or some shit like that. It was hard to make out because there was so much fucking chaos going on that it was just pure pandemonium and you couldn't understand what anyone was saying. Suddenly, this large fucking bouncer came bounding down the fucking aisles with a couple of his buddies. Half of the row where the man was sitting cleared out like their fucking pants were on fire so they could escort this motherfucker out. All the while, fucking Balcony Karen is still giving QT shit, which was so inaudible because of all the commotion on the floor. The man starts clearly shouting at the bouncer, don't fucking snatch me, don't fucking snatch me. Well, they fucking snatched him, and they carried his ass out by both arms and legs. And guess who the fuck it was? That's correct. The fucking asshole in the orange shirt with the fucking music playing in his bag from the start of the goddamn show. As this fucking asshat is being forcefully removed, the heckler from earlier yells, get that motherfucker out of here. And as he goes crashing through the doors and the audience calms down, we hear squawky fucking Susan in the balcony yell, second amendment, to which everyone boos her. She's tossed, and Elvis geniusly proclaims, now that was a good old-fashioned fucking New York town hall. Now, it still hasn't sunk in what the fuck happened in that 90 seconds. There was surprise violence, cursing, and chaos, just like a QT film, and just like a QT film, we had no fucking idea what the fuck happened. We have no idea how this ass clown in the orange shirt suddenly was set off. We have no idea what the fuck he actually said. We have no idea if, in fact, he had a mental illness, which, if he did, he did need to be removed for two reasons. One was because if he's having an episode, he needs medical attention. And two, no one paid to hear him fucking interrupt the show. Now, maybe you could say he had Tourette's, but let's be honest, folks. You don't sit there for over an hour and certainly Tourette's kicks in. Maybe it does, but this didn't sound like fucking Tourette's. Now, maybe the most bizarre moment of this outburst was how the fuck did Balcony Betty go from yelling he may have mental health issues to the last thing we could actually hear say was Second Amendment. What fucking road she went down that those two different trains of thought intersected, I'd love to fucking know. And I kind of wished they had addressed it out of pure curiosity for the crowd. However, like a true professional, Tarantino brushed it off and went right back to the discussion as if nothing ever fucking happened. Which I'm glad he did because in true Tarantino fashion, he wasn't done surprising us yet. A few moments later, Elvis makes a comment about, hey, I hear you're thinking about retiring. To which Tarantino sidestepped and said he had finished writing a stage play and was going to be filming an eight-episode show in 2023. He said he had written the stage play well before he finished writing Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. And when pressed by Elvis to give info on the TV show, QT would not spill the fucking beans on a single freaking detail. However, he made it a point to say that it was a show and not his 10th film. The entire audience was blown away. I'm still blown away as I record this for you now. 
But once again, we were left with more questions than answers. QT did not say what the stage play's name was, what it was about, or if it would even see the light of day. He did not mention anything about the show other than it'll be eight episodes, begin filming in 2023, and will not be considered his 10th film. So after a brief intermission, Tarantino came back out on stage solo this time and proceeded to read the first chapter of his book as lively and enthusiastic as only he could do. But by this time, my brain was buzzing with the bomb he had just dropped on us, and I was still trying to comprehend what the fuck had happened from earlier. Now, as soon as Tarantino was off stage and the show was over, I was up and out of my seat faster than you could say go. I grabbed my Yonder bag, got it unlocked, pulled out my phone, and as I made my way down 43rd Street towards Broadway, I immediately went to my socials to let all of my followers know of the announcement I had just fucking heard from the man himself. To say I was amped, to let all my followers know, is a bit of an understatement. Now, that should be the end of this recap for you. But I've got a post credit scene for all you sons of bitches that I did not see coming myself. Now, some good friends of mine who shall remain anonymous reached out to various sources on my behalf and without my knowledge to try to get them to share my breaking news of QT's announcement. One such site's representative, that being JoeBlow.com, responded with, they were going to wait to hear it from a real source and not some fanboy podcast. To which I blew a fucking gasket. Not because they didn't want to go with my announcement. I made that announcement for my followers with zero thought that anyone would ever pick it up. But the reason this pissed me off was twofold. One, JoeBlow.com is a fucking fanboy site. I'm not sure who the fuck runs it these days. And if I'm honest, I didn't even fucking know they still were around or even viable anymore. But that being said, a fanboy site not giving a fuck about its clientele is like calling 911 to tell them you have an emergency and the operator telling you to go fuck yourself. They only take emergencies from those in the first responder field. Fucking amateur ass clowns. No wonder no one remembers them or who they are anymore. Now, the second reason for my ire is apparently my non-credentialed eyes and ears don't work as fucking good as some asshole who has a press lanyard around their neck. Apparently, they have superior sight and hearing when it comes to ingesting and relaying information. So instead of being one of the first sites to get the scoop, those fucking limp dick fuckwads waited till a real news source put out the same fucking story that I had just told them, and they decided to copy it and then gave that site the credit for the story. Great fucking work, JoeBlow.com. Now we all know why you have the word blow in your fucking name. Go blow yourselves, Joe Blow. So, there you have it, my loyal listeners, the action-packed, chaotic recap of an amazing evening in New York City with our Lord and Savior, Quentin Tarantino. Let the speculation and predictions of what that show will be about. I know most will say it'll be Bounty Law, but just from the way he talked briefly about it, I believe it's something completely original, but only time will tell. The good news is we will have new shit from QT to look forward to in the not-so-distant future, and that means I'll have more shit to discuss and dissect for you. So until next time, this has been the Reverend Scott K. May Tarantino be with you always.